Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. I'm Joey Pazola. I'm Thomas Welch. And today we got another edition of The Gauntlet. We got uh, Joey versus Tommy. Joey came in with the with the close edged victory last week, um, just barely by a six, just yeah, just by a, a small margin of six questions. Took me to the woodshed. So, but it's all right. I came back. I worked. I worked uh, pretty hard. Come up with some good fifteen questions. You know, really, really came up with some uh, some fun questions. A couple themes all intertwined. We got hockey, pop culture, all of the above. Uh, what do you What do you boys think before we Before we jump into it? You, you confident? I'm, I have no idea. I have I no idea always, I'm always get. confident in scenarios like this. I mean, I I'm I feel like I'm the best out of the three of us when it comes to quizzes. Okay. Uh, so so I'm ready to step up to the plate and uh, continue that theme. Okay. All right. Should we just jump right into it? Are we ready? Let's, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Question number one. I'm gonna actually get a tally ready on my phone because there's 15 questions. So I want to make sure I I keep track of uh, <clears throat> wins. All right. Question number. Number one, we've been talking a lot about contracts recently, right? So who has the largest contract in the NBA? Oh, this is a trick question. Uh, uh, I, I think it's... Mar Rosen. <laughs> okay. Mar Rosen. I feel like the last time I heard it was Steph Curry. Broke okay. Are we? I'm, say Steph Curry. Uh, I'm, I'm off. I'm off two years. I think on the tomorrow. correct answer is James Harden. Oh. Well, <laughs> I think I was year two off on James or uh, on Demar Derozan. Yeah, he had a bit, he had a hefty one, but I don't I don't know if he was ever the highest paid. The M, the NBA is weird. No, I promise you, he was. It, the NBA is weird like that because whenever they they all get the new maxes, so like there'll be like five records. It's it's weird, but yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. All right, it's just like timing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> all right, moving on to question two. Speaking of contracts, this actor received the largest paycheck for a single movie ever in his alien fighting role. Alien fight. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, I'll say largest contract ever fighting aliens. Um, say Will Smith. The and correct Black. answer is Will Smith. Men in no way. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, Tommy. Top rope, baby. Wow. All right. Will Smith made $100 million for that movie. Leonardo DiCaprio made about half of that playing Dominic Cobb in this 2010 Christopher Nolan mind-bending thriller. Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> You got nothing. Like I should know this. I got nothing you on this. Know one. this. And then this, is, this is Tommy here. Come on. Uh, was the key in Inception? Because mind bending makes me think of Inception. Yeah, that's it. It's got to be it. I'm gonna say Inception. The correct yeah. answer is Inception. Let's go. <laughs> You didn't know Leonardo DiCaprio's in Inception? Come on. I, I didn't. I've seen parts of it, but I never saw the whole thing. Oh, my God. That's just, that's a tragedy. All right, so it's 2 nothing, Tommy. <clears throat> Question four. 
So Leonardo DiCaprio made $50 million for that movie. Speaking of $50 million, this NHL center signed a seven-year contract with the Philadelphia Flyers for a total of 50 mil this past offseason. Kevin Hayes. Correct. I was I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. But you didn't say it. That's the most important part. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> question five. It is two to one. Speaking of, oh no, not speaking of. That was the last question. Just kidding. Kevin Hayes attended Boston College along with his brother Jimmy. How many national titles has bought as the Boston College men's hockey <clears throat> program won? It's six. I was gonna say six. I'll go four. (laughs) The correct answer. I think think it's a lot higher. I think it's higher. The correct answer is five. I'm gonna go. No, no no points awarded there. Okay. Fair play. All right. Speaking of five, this is question six, by the way. Speaking of five, that number is retired by the St. Louis Blues. Who were the first and last players to wear number five for the Blue Notes? Plager, right? I was the first. Bob Plager, Barry Jackman. Correct. Bob Plager and oh, Jackman. All right, we're at two to two. Oh, question six. All right, all right. We're gonna take a. We're gonna go to a quick break, real quick, before we hop into the next uh, next ten or so questions. But we'll be right back. All right, boys, question seven. You ready? Ready. All right. The number five was retired in 2017. Other than that, what was the most recent number retired by the Blues and who most famously wore it? Oh, um, uh, Chris Pronger. All right. You got, we got Chris Pronger and we got Al McInnes. Chris Pronger ain't retired yet. <laughs> Tommy, the number, like to, the number. Would you, obviously, obviously would you like to go for another answer? Number two is no way. No, yeah, it's it's. No, they announced it, so it's not. It's not raised up to the banners yet. No, it is not. Hole, hole is for McKinnis. All right. <clears throat> Al McKinnis, his number was retired in April of 2006 or 2005. In December of that same year. Brett Hall's number 16 was raised to the rafters. You are both incorrect. Wait, they did McKinnis before Hall. They did. Eight months before. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. That's tough wild. one. Tough one. Uh, right. I still stand by the fact I was technically correct. but You it were just not. I said, pri- I, I, I said, uh, I guess technically other than, yeah, sure. All right. Fine. I'm still proud of myself. Yeah. Okay. No points, though. It's still two to two. <laughs> All right. Brett Hall was number 16, as we know. Which Blues player is tied for 16th on the team in points this season with three goals and seven assists? 16th? 16th. Only three goals and seven assists. Jordan Cairo. I'm just... That's a good guess. I think it's Cairo because of the goals. Oh shit! It's you, it, this is a bad time for stat questions. We are I'm out saying, of the loop. Hey, oh my god! <laughs> I'm going Kyrie. I'll say Mackenzie McEachern, but I I would I wouldn't be surprised if it's Kyrie. The correct answer with three goals Matt's and seven more. assists. Mac has more goals. Yeah, three so goals too. and seven assists on the year. Vladimir Tarasenko. 
like, oh, oh my god, god. I didn't even think about rough. that. That is rough. Oh, tough question. Tough yeah. question. I would have right. never. Damn. That didn't even cross my mind. Good. Number nine. The score is still two to two. Vladimir Tarasenko signed a huge contract extension with the Blues a few years back in 2015. What major life event of his also took place in the same week? A baby. Birth of his child. You go, you're both going with birth of his child. Anyone want to... Hey, you both sticking with that final answer? Yeah. 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 All right, the correct answer is his wedding. Oh my god Dude I knew that too Oh my god Then why didn't you say it <laughs> As soon as you I second guessed it But I didn't want to like I no second guessed it too But I didn't want to budge Cause I Yeah I know I know I feel yeah. that Same. Tough Tough Maybe it was a cup It's still two to two It is still two to two <clears throat> Question ten Vladimir Tarasenko's wedding included many guests, including this NHL player who signed the largest deal out of any free agent this past Ross season. Artie Panarin. The correct answer oh. is Artie oh, Panarin. <laughs> Damn it. Man, I thought you got me on the quick stuff there. All right, but All we're right. good. Three to two. All right, on to question 11. Speaking of Russians, the U.S. defeated the Russians in the 1980 Miracle on Ice game. What was the final score? Oh, my God, I know this, too. Uh, I'll say 3-2. 4-3. The correct answer is 4-3. to three. Oh, man. I didn't know if there was nothing there or not, and then I remember there wasn't because of the rush at the end, so we're good. All right. So it's four to two, Joey, with four questions remaining. Oh, boy. All right. Question 12. I like the quiz. I like the quiz so far. Speaking of four to three, this player scored the go-ahead goal with a minute 38 remaining to carry the Blues to a four to three victory over the Dallas Stars in game three of that series. Say it one more time. Uh, yeah. All right. This player scored the go-ahead goal with a minute 38 remaining to carry the Blues to a 4-3 victory over the Dallas Stars in Game 3 of that series. Is, I'm going to say it. Do we get a year? Do we get a year? Is it last year? Last year. year. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a year? Um, <laughs> 1987. No, this last year. I'm just going to go... Uh, I'll go Ryan O'Reilly. I have no idea. <clears throat> the correct answer is the hometown hero, Pat Maroon. Okay, all right. I'll you don't remember that. that one when, when Lindell dove yet again, leaving Maroon wide open out front? Yes, 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 oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, he yeah. ripped it, I do. Context yeah. helps. Yeah, well, you, you should have known. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question 13, it is still 4-2, to two, Joey. Tommy, you need to get all these right in order if you want to win. <clears throat> Pat Maroon had the famous OT winner in Game 7 of that series against Dallas. Name one player who assisted Carl Gunnarsson's overtime winner in Game 2 against the Boston Bruins. Alex Uh Petrangelo. I remember O'Reilly started the the rush. He didn't get an assist. He's the third... It went to the point. It went to Gunnarsson. It it swung to the point. Okay. Tommy, do you have a guess? I think it was Petrangelo. All right. So, 
Oscar Sundquist passed the puck to Ryan O'Reilly. Or I don't know if he passed it to Ryan O'Reilly, but it is the goal is Carl I Gunnarsson know O'Reilly had the puck from the Ryan O'Reilly and Oscar Sundquist. No points oh, awarded. Man. Was it the point? I, I O'Reilly it. was at the point with Gunnarsson. Oh, okay. I, I overthought it. Man. All right. I all right, question 14. Tommy, you're still alive. You could pull this off. You're down by two. Oh, man. Ryan O'Reilly scored goals in four consecutive Stanley Cup Finals games. Who was the last player to do this before him? Can we get a range of years? No. That makes me think it's very recent. Um, uh, Ovechkin. I will say EJ Oshie. The last player to score goals in four consecutive Stanley Cup Finals games was Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> A stat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Nice yeah that's, a, that's, a, <clears throat> that's a pretty big one. I thought you were going to do some recent bias with that one. Right, my bad. No, no. I just tried to guess. <laughs> All right, All right. Good. This is Joey's already secured the victory, but. But uh, I guess we can, I guess it. we'll ask the last question since I wrote for it. For the pride. Yeah. yeah, for the pride. <clears throat> in honor of the final question, who scored the final goal for the Blues in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final? Zach Stanford. Damn it. <laughs> the correct answer is Zach Sanford. <laughs> Let's All go, right. baby. All right. I love let's take, it. Let's take another short break, and then we'll get into the victory lap for Joey. Two weeks in a row? Three weeks in a row? What is this? Oh, man. Oh, man. This is two in a row. Two in a row. Start some big coming in. All right. All right. We'll take a short break, and we'll be right back. All right, Joey. How does it feel? It feels great. I think it feels very good. Uh, got an easy cakewalk next week getting it shot probably. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, in all honesty, that was a good quiz. I like that quiz. Thank so you. I didn't, I didn't I know that what to expect. Um, the, the, the answers there were that, that, them were good. They're tricky ones there. Uh, you, you threw me off completely with the movie questions, but that's all right. Uh, I'm not going to worry about that. <laughs> I those. was digging those, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do for that But anyways, it feels good to be a winner again I'm not going to lie, two weeks in a row mm-hmm. And Tommy, how does it feel to lose once again? You know, I mean, first half I felt like I was doing pretty good uh, I had a lot of momentum going into the second half there Yeah, uh, me the first half, not going to lie <laughs> the, way, the, the wheels just kind of fell off for us um, We're going we're gonna to have a good practice next week And come prepared next game And uh, get a good skate going Get a good pracky in. And, uh, yeah. 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 All right. Boys, we, got a, we, got a, <clears throat> we got a few minutes left, so I guess we can uh, touch on another recent uh, blue signing. This morning, Doug Armstrong remains active and signs Mackenzie McEachern to a two-year, $900,000 AAV contract. I mean... The the pen stays going. The pen stays buzzing for for Armstrong getting pen to paper, getting yeah. these contracts done. It does. It does. From um, that John Hancock everywhere he can everywhere he can put it. I kind of like that honestly. I have. I have what else feeling- is he going to do right now? He's probably bored out of his mind. He's like, I might as well. 
lock up a couple of dudes. Any any predictions on if anything's going to happen next year? Or do you think this is it for a while? Um... I don't know. I mean, who else? Who else still needs to be signed? Let's 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 pull Vince Dillon. Vince um, Dillon, yeah, that's a big one. Angelo. Hmm. And then I think we're missing a forward. We might not be actually, but I, I'm not sure. Let's see. I'm, I'm, but, um, I'm pulling up the cap friendly right now. Let's see who we. Let's see who we're missing. Brower. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> and, I mean, technically, if you want, Jacob De La Rose. Oh, uh, right. De La Rose counts. I, I think he's walking though. Troy we'll Brower, see. Vince Dunn. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> that's it. So it, it's down to Dunn and Petrangelo, and. Uh, are the two biggest ones. <laughs> yeah, no, and at this point, Cap Friendly has them at, let me see if I can see their, their projected remaining cap space. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Tw- under, it's under 100,000 probably. Yeah, it's 20K. 20,000 right yeah. now. Yep. So, so, I mean, but uh, you can, so you consider Petrangelo six mil coming off the books, that, that frees them up six mil. Um, that's assuming they're going to be reallocated right to him, hopefully. Six and a half mil. And then Vince Dunn's seven hundred twenty-three mil comes off the books. That's about that's a little over seven mil. You got about eight mil after Brower comes off. Nine mil after De La Rose comes off. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna, it be, tight. gonna be very tight for sure. It's gonna be tight, and I, I don't even. He think says he has a plan, though. So I he mean, says he has a plan. Trust the process. I trust, trust Doug the process, baby. Right there, right? I trust Doug Armstrong. Well, Embiid. I almost, I almost had a trust the process question in there when I when I talked. You to put it in there, man. When I had a Philadelphia uh, the Philadelphia Flyers question, I almost led into a tr- into a trust the process question. But then I'm like, nah, fuck the 76ers. So. <laughs> and also, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if Joey would have. I think feel like Tommy kind of has that expertise there. On what? Uh, with the with the basketball and the he. Oh, next quiz, please. I I promise, please. I might mess you Bro, I have good. I have like general knowledge of basketball. I, I, I like, didn't mean like the, I meant like the general knowledge and like the meme yeah, culture. You know, he stays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, okay. Do. I, I do like meme culture. Oh, well, to be fair, you said Demar Derozan <laughs> for the highest. No, that, look it up. I promise you, that's within the last will, three years. I will, will, the paper. I will I look this up you. right now. That was Mike Conley a while back because well, Mike Conley was in there out. too. Because I almost said Mike Conley too, but then I know I was like I'm I'm off a year too, but I think. DeMar DeRozan was two or three years ago. Hmm. Right now, DeMar DeRozan is the 24th highest paid player. Dang. Hmm. And then in 2018, he was the 10th highest paid player. I don't know. And then the year before that, he signed his extension. Yeah. <laughs> At one know, point, Jerry. whenever he signed, whenever he signed, he was, and then he for got maybe maybe for like five minutes, frog. and then someone else. Signed. Leapfrog. He was the I highest paid player was, in the though. NBA for like half an hour, and then someone else signed a contract. Who knows? Anyway, reeling it back into Mac Daddy. Uh, I think it's yeah. I think it's a good signing. I think he's a good role player uh, in terms of like a third fourth liner. I think he fits that fits that role to a T. Um, in the event like. Sunquist, Steen, all those guys. I mean, Steen could be looking at a buyout situation, so this is a good 
kind of backup plan in the event that that happens or whenever I, I think, he I think, leaves. Or I, think, I think Steen was looking a little itchy last game. I think we might need to put him on long-term injured reserve. You know, that jersey allergy, it's really coming Jesus, around. Jersey yeah. allergy. Yeah, he was looking a little itchy. He was looking a little... The, the Marion host is special. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I don't want Steen to go anywhere. I mean, as much as the contract's a little bit of a, a handcuff, I mean, Steen is a, a fan favorite and, you know. The guys love him, too. We don't need to get into like, that now. Big, he's a big locker room we fella. We do not need to get into that now. That's a conversation for another day. Continue that on Monday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's all right. We got uh, we got a lot of fun stuff uh, ahead of us in terms of Blues contracts. I mean, we only got two big ones left, but a lot could happen between now and then. Contracts could be moved. You know, buyouts could happen. Trades. Who knows? Don Armstrong's got something up his sleeve. He always does. He always does. For sure. I mean, that. Sh- I remember that. He's sh- up there for sure. Yeah, I know he I mean, does. The, think about the last, the last two biggest trades the Blues have made. Shen and O'Reilly. Both of those came out of... I mean, the O'Reilly trade didn't necessarily come out of nowhere, but like we thought it was done. We thought the Blues were out. And then, you know, a couple hours later, it's like, oh, just kidding. They're back. And then the Shen trade came out of absolutely nowhere. So... Last and bolts, though. Yeah. <laughs> Love them. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe, some, maybe, maybe things keep going though. I mean, Armstrong is on a roll right now. I mean, it's, it is what it is, you know. But yeah, I we'll mean, Dra- Darren Drager did say that he doesn't think the Blues and Petrangelo are anywhere close to on a contract extension. But that's Darren Drager, so <laughs> take that. And take it's that weird. One. It's weird. It's interesting to me that Armstrong says like he has a plan in place to essentially sign Alex Petrangelo. I think he said that in the STL Today article. Yeah. Um, but. And then immediately the next day signs another player, <laughs> you know. Yeah, part I mean, of the plan. I, I think that's interesting to me. Not in the fact that I'm like, I'm questioning like the plan that he has, or I'm like, or obviously he doesn't have a plan. But like, I'm just curious what that plan is. You I, know think, what I'm saying? I think I think the Petrangelo plan and then the roster building plan are two separate things. Like, I think he's, I think one part of I him is, is building a roster the best he can with or without Petrangelo, and then like after all that's done, he shifts his attention to. All right, what do I need to do to get this guy signed? I, I don't think you know when you have Petrangelo is an own thing of his own. Exactly. Yeah, it's, when you have a big contract negotiation big. like this, you can't really lump it in with the rest of your signings just because it, there's so much room for who knows. Petrangelo could be asking for eleven plus million, or it could be a shorter term deal at like seven or eight million, just a little bit more than what he's making now. It, it, there's a lot of unknown there that really makes it difficult to. It would make it difficult for Armstrong to allocate for that when signing the rest of his guys. So we we, we got to just stay tuned and see. I, I, it's the only way we can say it. Speculation's fun and all, but it'll only get us yelled at on Twitter. So true. Do you think we could? Do you guys think we could see like a one-year deal? That would be insane. <laughs> Agreed. I, I did. <laughs> like just because of all the madness of like the coronavirus and everything, and the fact that I mean, Petrangelo was playing at the top of his game. Probably some of the best hockey we've seen from him in a long time. And like he's obviously I feel like he's just gonna trend up in that direction, so it could pay off for him as well. But it's also risky if he gets hurt or something something like that. So I mean it'd be interesting to see for sure. I mean I think we can see it. 
question is, though. I mean, if if it comes down to Petrangelo or Dunn, that's that's not. It's gonna be not as easy as a choice as it might seem like, just because of the age factor. I mean, obviously you want Petrangelo, but the age factor plus the the, the difference in pay, you know, there's there's some there's a little bit more to that decision than you might than you might think initially. So it's gonna be. I hope it doesn't come down to that. I hope we get them both back, but that's not how the NHL works most of the time. So we will see. It all depends on what that cap number comes out to be, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's if Petrangelo and maybe even Dunn are waiting until that gets revealed before they start to really play hardball and in that because that could make a world of a difference. I agree. I feel like I feel like having Perunovic kind of like that same style of player with high offensive talent waiting in the wings. Also Mitch Ranky too, but a lot of people are extremely high on. Scott Prunovich, so oh, yeah. I think that helps as a potential safety net in the event that Petrangelo walks or you have to wheel and deal Vince Dunn. I think having Prunovich kind of the same archetype of a player in the system uh, helps ease that pain, I guess. Yeah, that's right, the right, right word. I think it would be an easier transition than, I mean, losing Vince Dunn would be an easier transition than losing Petrangelo, without a doubt, uh, as much as Vince Dunn's a tremendous player and has a lot of upside and potential. Uh, like you said, there's a, there's guys that can kind of fill his role nicely versus Petrangelo. Yeah, you can try to fill his role with a Pareko or anyone even, but you're just not going to. You know, defensemen like Petrangelo don't grow on trees. And that's the other thing is you got to be comfortable paying almost a little bit too much for a guy like that just because of how rare a defenseman of his caliber is in today's NHL and we, sh- we saw how valuable it was um, in last year's playoffs having two defensemen of, of elite caliber and him and Pareko just out there for they were out there for like 59 minutes and 52 seconds between the two of them uh, during game seven last year so it, it's it goes without said how it goes without saying how valuable those guys are and I think you're if you're Doug Armstrong you're willing to kind of negotiate uh, a little bit more in Petrangelo's favor but you know we can't get in, we can't get in his head as much as we try as much as we want to the only one who knows what's going down is, is Armstrong and the, the the agents and the player involved so well, we just gotta wait and see and I think it might be a little bit of a long painful wait but soon enough we'll, we'll know so that's another thing you have to think about besides the talent factor is that that is a whole lot of minutes that need to be distributed to other people in the event that Alex Petrangelo does leave so ton of minutes for sure yeah 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 it's fun 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 few months in the in the woodworks for blues fans uh whether we even whether there's hockey played in those months that would be that would be exciting too uh, Deal. yeah yeah let's hope let's hope and pray that we get some hockey back uh but who knows the implications that that could have on contracts too like if 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 the contracts are negotiated off of the way the season ended and we're just done that is a whole hell of a lot different than say if the blues go on another cup run you if blues go on another cup run and make it to the western conference finals make it to the Stanley Cup finals or best case scenario win a Stanley Cup that's an extra couple millions stacked onto both of their both of their price tags so lock and change between now and then and I'm sure that's what I'm sure that's why we won't see a Petrangelo deal anytime soon and of course now that I'm saying that watch us watch this end this pod and, and get the right. notification <laughs> that Petrangelo's been signed right. uh, but I doubt that I mean I think we got a while I think we got a long time before anything like that gets worked out I wouldn't be surprised if it's till the end of the summer you know Petrangelo's agent and Petrangelo been known to play hardball before he even dragged some negotiation into training camp a couple of years back so we'll see that's really all I can say is we will see 
<clears throat> All right, boys. You got anything else for the lovely listeners at home? I'm good. You good, Tommy? Oh, you good. Uh, follow us on social media at Locked On Blues. You can follow me at Twelve to Fifteen Oof, on yeah. all platforms. Follow me at Josh Hyman NHL. We haven't given the personal pages a shout out in a while. You guys all follow. Hey, you guys Alizola. all follow Joey. If you're listening to this, you follow Joe. Underscore T. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. All right. Um, yeah, that, like Tommy said, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.